you guys are going to love this episode because it's going to kind of talk about book smarts, things that you can remember relative to implementing those things to your health and fitness or just your life to enhance you. Um, today's guests are the incredible generation team and uh, you guys are going to get some great insight from these guys because of the fact that they're going to talk about their experience but also the experience from those people that they've dealt with over the last I guess they've been going at this for a while right and so they got some experts the most pinnacle people in health and fitness they've talked to and worked with and so they'll be able to give you insight on that but going back to the main source we're going to talk about some videos that have gone up on the internet and the people that talk in these videos are very educated people they'll at least say they are um, but they can't even apply those things that maybe you and I don't even know as much as these guys have remembered and read, but they can't implement those things for themselves. So what is that really teaching you? It's really teaching you that education starts after college. It starts after you learn the practice that you're going to do. It's in the experience of it. So let's get into this. Let's actually separate those guys that can talk the great game. I know this much but you can do nothing with it. Let's talk to the guys and make sure that we keep this show with the guys that actually can do it and do it for a long period of time, not just for the weekend. All right, let's go. This is the Mike O'Hearn Show, and I'm welcoming to the house my team, the Generation Iron Fantastic Duo. First of all, congratulations on the Mike O'Hearn Show. It's oh. doing great. Hmm. I loved your comment yesterday. Today, I think it was. They're loving the information. I have a question for you guys, though. They love, I find that they really love the information about rep range, about foods to eat, rest periods, the basic stuff about weightlifting. Do you notice that as well? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. They like, they like controversy, and then they like technical, like you know, physical like advice basically on okay. what it takes to be like you. Then my question would be this. There's more important stuff like the consistency, the the level of training, the hiccups, the dark days and still going in. That doesn't do as well. My question to you guys is why do you think that is? Why is it that the the meat of it not that you're working out, because everybody works out, but the meat of it on, on the dark days, why doesn't that do well? And question. can you answer that? That's a tough one, because I can't answer that. I think you could probably answer that better than I can, but... Does that make sense to you, though? Sure, sure. It, sometimes you don't know what's going to really be, you know what I mean, important. Like, for example, your interview with Lee Haney, they're really great. Now, Lee Haney is not like a social media guy, you know what I'm saying? He's a very res like respectable, top-notch bodybuilder, but he's not like a social media guy, you know what I'm right. saying? And they did really well. And, and also great feedback as well, you see what I'm saying? So it's like sometimes you don't know really what's going to be... Maybe that, that, then I'm off. Maybe I'm thinking that they're not picking up on what really matters. And it's not the rep range. It's not the rest period. Yes, it helps to eat right, but it's the consistency of the dark days and still going back in and still doing it when you're getting broken down or, 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 or life is sure, bad. Sure. How do you do it? I, I, it keeps me sane. 
it, I need the, I need the, I'm, uh, I, I am a born gladiator. I need the fight. I could never give that up. I need that battle. And the voice in the head, I need that kind of controversy voice in the head saying, yeah, you're done now. Move on. Really? And I, and I love that. What if you have a bad day? What if you wake up and something is on your mind? You know, you're not thinking about the gym. The gym, that's not, it's not an option for me. I've been doing it so long, so that's maybe, I'm an unfair person to do that. I don't, I wake up, I go. There's no, there's no moments of, hey, should I go today or shouldn't I go today? I just get up and I go. And that's why I like the 4 a.m. because no matter what, it will set me up at least better than I was. And that's been consistent for a long time. And that's, that's the confusing part, though. But you guys, you guys are consistently working and pushing to get your show going better. And well, the, the, not the show, the, the enterprise, your business. You guys keep pushing that. And there's no question about, hey, we're getting on the flight. We're going to L.A. We're there's no, there's no, yeah. But what if you hang up with a bad hangover one day? I don't drink. <laughs> I never went down that route, so I'm, I'm the worst guy to ask. You never had a drink? Never did. Can you relate to that? I can't relate to that, but <laughs> I can also because, but you know, it's funny you mentioned that every, we, we've been meeting a lot of people, I mean, over the course of several years that don't drink and they all have something in common. Uh, they're all super successful. What do you think about microdosing on shrooms? It's a big thing in LA right now. Microdosing. Not like getting hallucinations, but like they take a little bit to keep focused or something like that. Yeah, it's such a big thing. They're doing movies on it and TV shows on right. it. I mean, it is exploded. I don't know much about it, but I do understand that from some of the individuals, I, I know we just jumped from drinking to this, but from some of the people that I talk to, and Jeffrey, is Jeffrey here? Yeah. He can actually talk a little bit about this stuff because I know that uh, Jimmy Bluff, who's like probably the most elite, and I don't want to call him a massage therapist, a body mechanic kind of guy. I know that went into the jungle and they did it there in the jungles and kind of like ayahuasca, inner, ayahuasca, right? right? Ayahuasca. I think that's correct. Yeah. Jeffrey, you could probably clarify yeah. if that is correct. Yeah. It's a big thing too. Yeah, it's, so I, I mean, I understand that it's supposed to get you in touch with yourself into a deeper level. Yeah. Have you done that, Mike? Uh -huh. yeah, no. Some people swear by it. I mean, you know, there's a, we, we documented Dorian Yates in Costa Rica <laughs> doing ayahuasca. Yeah. And that was a pretty cool experience. I mean, they wouldn't let us shoot in there, and then eventually we convinced them. <laughs> and we got yeah. in there, and it was, a, I mean, pretty breathtaking moment just seeing him trying to kind of like go through that the scenes and the, you know going through the motions of ayahuasca it's really intense yeah. i wouldn't do it personally <laughs> so do you lose control here. is it a what is it um it's it's what, more of like they feel like they, they okay they feel like different experiences but they feel like they're kind of like dying for for a split whatever time and kind of like release all of the negativity and it's and, like reborn, and then reborn again yeah. stronger something like right. that you know, i don't know it's true See that does that sounds interesting that that like like alcohol doesn't even sound slightly interesting. It's complete. It's completely yeah, unrelated. This sounds, it's completely different. Yeah. yeah, this sounds actually interesting to me too. If you do something like that to see what that would be like or that journey, because it's, I mean, it's obviously playing with your mind in some sense. But uh, it is all it is it is all like diversions. I feel like you know what I mean. Have you ever, have you ever dealt with like I don't know. I think we talked about that before. Have you ever dealt with 
not depression, but just, I know you mentioned with, about the parents and stuff like that, but like everybody goes to moments, right? Where you need like to mask something in your life. Yeah, I didn't mask it though. I dealt with it. The first one I masked is being, a, you know, I was a young kid when I lost my dad, uh, younger. Um, but when I lost my mom, I dealt with it, really dealt with it. Um, but I didn't use any substance to try to buffer it or make it easier or anything like that. I've never done that. So I've never done like an anti-depression or anything like that. But I've seen friends do that stuff. And that stuff is, it seems more toxic than the depression itself. The it can get that bad, yeah. It can get terrible. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a couple. We have a couple of friends that are going through something right now that it's um, the person can't leave their house, and it's like crushes the heart to see that because you're like they were just fine a couple of years back, everything was great, and then now they can't even leave the house. It's yeah. So that medication, I don't know much about that kind of medication, depression medication, or or microdosing uh, mushrooms and stuff. But that one sounds a lot better because it seems like the result. Everybody comes out of the microdosing in that sense. Like, I'm reborn, a new person. Be something to look into. Yeah. We're going to Costa Rica. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you guys morning guys? Not by nature, but we had to become, I think I had to become a morning guy just because of like, you know, I'm, I'm more of a night owl person. Yeah. I mean, we've always been night owls, I think, because We've always worked into the, to the night, you know, and, you so and many productions and many, yeah. many projects. But I think uh, more so now we've been prioritized. I mean, myself too, I prioritize early morning yeah. routines, and that's benefited me personally in many ways. Especially what are you doing? What's, what's some of the well, stuff that you're doing? I think, you know, being able to track my sleep a little better now, you know, I think that's extremely important, especially. You have to I, watch it? I don't um, have the Fitbit or oh, watch, no, okay. but I do track it. Um, and I do, I do actually, I'm very, very careful with what I eat before I go to bed, you know, about what I'm like consuming or watching or doing. And then now it's definitely, you know, created a huge impact, you know. When I'm in LA, it's the worst because by the time you, even if you wake up at 7 in the morning in New York, it's already at 10 a.m. You see what I'm saying? You always, I always feel like I'm behind the okay. schedule in LA. That's why you wake up at four, right? At least you match up. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting up at six New York time. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm good with you guys. But uh, what what was the switch up? What made you start doing it? I think it had to do with just the sleep factor and just being able to just be more productive in the morning, you know. And, yeah. Because the thing is, for you know, we used to go work out in the morning. We had to train in the morning. This is years ago, but early on during Generation Iron days, uh, and then we would go, you know, get up really early, work out, felt amazing in the morning, you know, and then. Everything change, you know, with production sh schedules shift so fast. Yeah, you're working all day, and you guys don't stop working until you get the thing done. It's not like it's five o'clock and you guys can go, "Good, I'm done. I did my hours. I'm out." Right. It's like me. It's like I work until I'm done. Right. Right. Or I pass out, and that's a that's a tough thing working for yourselves, mostly because you were mostly at the beginning. You guys were creating something. Yeah, I mean, now, right. we, yeah, we, it, it depends on the production, it depends on the studio we're working with, it depends on the product, uh, partners that we're working with. Sometimes if talent is available at a certain time, we have to accommodate exactly. talent in, at all costs. And that's across every industry and every type of media that you do, whether it's a fitness world, whether it's like just a TV fashion world, you have to be able to accommodate talent. And that's, you, you, don't, you can't really decide that. Understand? I mean, you know. Oh, I, I, I so understand because I, I, 
I saw these last two movie productions. I saw two completely different actors. Jonathan Myers is very, wow, I could see why he's going to be, everybody will know this man's name in the next couple of years. And he's just a, a good kid that's there to work and, and, and kind soul and everything's a gift still compared to the other guy I worked with that, you know, was going around going, nobody can do what I do. This is, I'm the best at this. And I'm like, wow, that's just two contrasts. And it was good for me to be around because I learned how to be on set. You know, I'm, I'm lucky to get the gigs. I appreciate that. And I'm blessed to be there, you know, keep my mouth shut, do my job, show up on time. Um, but it's interesting to see the personalities, and you guys have seen some incredible personalities because you guys work with the top dogs. I've seen them all, yeah. So there's got to be some of the guys that I think are just incredible, and then you've probably ran into a few that are ah, interesting. There's <laughs> <laughs> some way to put it, right? A lot of those, but I mean, people love the consistency. You know, consistency the, you know, the the podcast that you have, Mike. I think people want to learn more about functional science training nutrition i think those are things that even though they might sound very fundamental to like someone like you there's people out there that are consuming that every day that want that type of content you know and that's what we've noticed here in generation i and that's why i think it's important to you know open up a global audience for that because it's going to continue to 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 grow um, people really want education right whether it's bodybuilding science nutrition uh, people love it. You know, it's like you see Huber, uh, Dr. Huberman. I mean, his stuff is amazing. I mean, very insightful. The way he communicates that, you know, to his audience is is huge. It's just education being consumed within like a podcast. And I think with with your podcast, the same thing. You know, I think people want more of that. Uh, like you know, Vlad mentioned the Lee Haney podcast. Uh, those those are things that people will continue to tune into. Especially now with all these platforms like TikTok, yeah, yeah, you, know, you can you can consume content within a few minutes, but very the attention span is so short. You know, I like what we're doing with this one because it's actually like you know it's a long form content. It's completely different from like quick like one minute thirty second videos. You know, just like and I I like too like what Lee was saying. Going back to Lee Haney is that uh, he and I miss that old school mentality. Or, or gym culture that we were all, when you know the other people are doing what you're doing, the diet, the training, there was such a, a, a huge respect back then, even though they talk smack. Right. And I think that- still respectfully. <laughs> yeah, you still respect because you know how hard it is. And, and, and you go, you might like the guy or not like the guy, but you know he's working. And I, and, and I think I miss that part about today. Because everybody thinks, and, and you said it, it was true, People like controversy, and they like the person talking smack, going, I don't like this guy, I don't like that guy. And that gets a lot of hits. It does. You want to talk about some controversy? Controversy, go for it. What do you got for me? Well, I'm walking controversy. So uh, that was a video, right? What's the guy name? The Mo Plates, Mo Dates, is that? Is that the... Uh, I think that's what it is, right? It's a podcast, right? It's a, it's a yeah, YouTube podcast. What's his name? More Plates, More Girl Dates, More, more Guy Dates? Derek. Derek, okay. So he had Dan Bilzerian. Yeah. Dan Bilzerian. And they were talking about you. They made a point of talking about you. Yeah. Did you did you see? We should play the clip, actually. What did play? We, we can play we, the clip. Can we, let's play the clip. This is...
Mike O'Hearn guy like yeah. it's like oh I eat duck eggs and I'm just like more jacked and shredded than most of the guys that are like competing the especially thing though is when he sells it too yeah it's so ridiculous it's like you need 1800 bucks per like box of duck eggs I don't get it with him because he's like a great looking dude mm. he's tall he's jacked like what the like does he have a two inch dick like what <laughs> is it like what the yeah, is wrong yeah. with you dude like you've yeah. got every like yeah like, I don't get it, man. Like, I don't understand. He's aging, like, incredibly Dude, well for his everything, too. Give me too. that guy's genetics, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, please, for the love of God. I yeah. mean, hats off. Much respect to him, aside from, like, his like lying about his juice use, which I think is, like, almost comical at this point. But the problem with it is, like, here's the thing, man. I don't give a fuck what you do. I don't care, like, whatever. But the problem is, like, if you're, if you're Mike O'Hearn and you look like a greek god yeah and you're trying to at like 50 whatever the fuck he is like grandpa yeah. age yeah. right and you're trying to tell people that you're natural it just like fucks up the confidence of a lot of guys that are like out there even on steroids yeah he was like he doesn't get it uh dan didn't get it, the the point about the nanny thing and he went on to uh tall guy good looking whatever strong and all that stuff so why is he doing that and so i thought it was i thought it was funny i thought it was clever and then the other guy talked about um so I talked about how much better duck eggs, and this is 15 years ago. Duck eggs, right. I talked about how much better they are, and I knew this 15 years ago doing research and stuff. Better than so, shit. Duck eggs are better than... Way better. Oh, so much better. So I never, I've never tried not even health and fitness-wise, just life-wise, they're so, so much, much better. I've never tried a duck egg. They're so good. But 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 they're, they're healthy for you. They're better for you. And so um, he was talking about a product that I finally got made like 10, 15 years ago. And uh, they ground it down and stuff to, to help utilize it better. Anyways, it was just too expensive stuff that I did. But he was bringing that up going, he's selling that. And I'm like, dude, that was like a decade and a half ago. But okay, whatever. So I thought it was, I thought it was funny they were going about it. But the thing with those guys or most of the tabloid guys is that they'll say and they'll just, they'll just run it off with, well, he's on drugs. Right, that's, that's it. They'll do that. But they'll never talk about... Which is interesting to me. The 20 years before right. I competed or the 20 years after I competed and, and everybody else that was there with me. Why don't they ever bring that out? Because that was my curiosity. They go, well, if he's on drugs, I, okay, cool. He's on drugs. Let's just go with that. Sure, sure. Were there other guys on drugs? Most likely, right? Don't they say everybody's on drugs? Okay, so... So where were they 20 years before that? And why aren't they still 20 years after that doing? What's the decline and what's the, the rise to the top and then the decline? Why isn't there a thousand, 10,000 Michael Hearns? Can only be one Michael Hearns. Well, but I mean, hypothetically, that kind of guy. Why isn't there a, good point. a guy that's... And, and don't do this. Don't do, don't, they, they go like this and go, well, this guy's still... No, that guy's alive. He's not reverse mentioned joking around with 450, 500 pounds. You know what I mean? Right. And I was doing that 40 years ago. So it's like, where are those guys? Well, this guy's still, okay, but he's not playing a 36, 38-year-old in a Hollywood movie. So again, there's facets that they'll bump past. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but there are guys like that. But these guys don't talk about in the health and fitness world because the guys that are like that is like Tom Cruise. Still incredible. The guy from Ozark, still 
looks the same that he did 40 years ago. You, you know what I don't understand about the fitness industry? What's that? Why people, let's say Tom Cruise is doing whatever he's doing, okay. just to stay young and healthy, right? Why people think he owes them to explain what is it that he does? Well, let's say a man is on steroids, right? right? Why people assume that it's okay to just reveal everything? I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, why? Like, why, everybody, why is, why is everybody, everybody, everybody wants that secret, uh, you know, prescription or dose. Or whatever. Because I, I agree with but you on that, but I also agree that that's the one thing that you're not talking about and you should be talking about, where it's like, dude, go do steroids. I'll pay for some of these guys to go do steroids for a year. I will. What they don't get is even all the other competitors, everybody that's done this kind of stuff, it's not that. That's not the ticket. That's not the trick. It's Tom Cruise takes care of himself. He sleeps. He lives his life to the fullest. There's a different different entity to him. And it goes along with all the other guys that competed. It's like Lee Haney. Okay, so maybe Lee did it at a time. But he took care of himself. And there was other aspects to it. And these guys just want to go, nah, I can do exactly what you did. I just need the magic sauce. All right, then I'll buy you some. Let's see what happens to you. You know what I mean? It's like It's like... Dan's got to be Dan has got to be like 10 20 years younger than me. Dan Bozerian. Yeah. And you know, and the other kids younger than me. And this the other kid, what's the kid's name that runs the show? He wasn't even as big as me as I was 14 years old. So, and he's on the show and he has a company I think that does that stuff. I don't quote me on that. That's what I f- I think I understand. But again, he's not even as big as I was at 14. So it's like it's not the trick. That's the problem. These guys think that's the trick, and if you're doing it, you better tell me that you're doing it. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> Go do it. Come back in a year. Right. But you know what I mean? It's like somebody just did a, a, there's a brilliant guy that I follow, and he talks about do the 15-minute walk after you eat because what it will do to your glucose and your dieting and your, your digestion. And I'm sitting there watching that, and I'm like, Who's that for? Who would that be for? Not for you. Well, but but who is it for though? Can you answer that? To the person that's out of shape or something? Probably. Okay, so it's an interesting topic. Eat a meal, go for a 15-minute walk. To do what? To burn? The... To, to help digest the food, burn it, keep your coast down and stuff like that. It sounds really good. Well, you're not a fan of, you're not, I know you're not a fan of coke. We spoke, we had the whole episode. No, no, but stay with me here because this is the mislead. The mislead is that's probably a good idea. Right. Okay. So the housewife or the husband that's a little lazy starts doing that. But he's not eating five meals a day. So <laughs> now he's exercising, getting a couple meals burnt, but he can't continue to do that. He's not going to go, if I'm going to eat a meal, I have to go for my 15-minute walk after three times a day, four times a day. Well, I'm not going to do that on Friday night. I'm just going to eat the meal, be with the friends. So I'm not going to, I'm going to miss that one Saturday morning. I'm tired. I'm going to eat. So you're setting yourself up to fail. My point is it sounds really cool. Get on a shitload of steroids, right? Oh, good job. You're not going to be able to maintain. You're not going to stay consistent. You're not going to do the walks for the next five years after each meal. And then what are you setting yourself up for? And this is what they missed. The guy on stage talking about doing the walk, 
you're setting yourself up for every time you eat, you're teaching your body it has to go exercise. That's a bad thing. I can go nap after I exercise. My body will utilize the calories. So the guy that thinks I'm going to take steroids and I'm just going to get freaky, not only is he setting himself up to fail, he's probably too young because he's so gullible. Hey, these guys said go do this shit. I'll do it. I'm 20. He destroys his connective tissue. And now he's 30 and he's broken. Bad back, shoulders are gone, knees are gone, and now he deteriorates and gets worse than he ever would have been. That's, that's the underlining thing that I keep talking about, going, stop. You guys want to say it's steroids? Say it's steroids. Cool. But there's so many factors to this stuff that you guys have no clue about. And I'm just talking about a 15-minute walk metaphor for this. Right. This is what people believe in industry. And that's by, by seeing what people are saying online, I kind of have a... The idea is this. That's what the general consumer believes. That every influencer is on steroids. Okay. They're all on steroids, right? Every doesn't matter who, what name you pick. They're all right. on steroids. They're all on steroids. And they're all selling supplements okay. which don't work, but they're on steroids, so they have this perfect physique, but they're trying to sell the consumer products that don't really work. So they so lie. So the, so, so the perception, they lie. Into the I got a question. Stuff. Supplements don't work? No, I'm saying that's what people believe. Okay, but, but is that a common thing that supplements don't work? You can I wouldn't say egg? that. I wouldn't say that they don't work, but there's this misconception out there that they just don't do much and it's all steroids. It's all steroids, exactly. That's what people, you know. But I, mean, I can't I, help that individual because right. stay with me for a second. I put up something about lotion. And they're like, ah, that lotion doesn't work on your waist and stuff. Hold on for a second. You put lotion on your face. It stays, stays healthy longer than normal. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be 20 your entire life, but you're going to be better than the guy that's aging with you. Sure. And that's just lotion on your face. Right. You're saying lotion on your body suddenly stops working and does not work at all? Right. That makes no sense to me. But that's society. Society thinks it doesn't do anything. Nobody is saying that there's a, there's a gift and we get a golden ticket and we all got to be 100 and look incredible. Right. There's not that. Is minimize the decline as you're getting older. Does that mean lotion on your abs and your glutes and stuff? 100%. Put lotion on before you go to bed for your face? 100%. Do amino acids work? Yeah. Does a, does a steak work? Of course it does. Does a vegetable work? Yeah. Does it make you Mr. Olympia? Freak no, but neither does steroids. And that's what they miss. They think, ah, oh, no, no, I want the magic potion if I don't get that because I could do what you do. You don't do nothing special. You just take the stuff. Yeah, and I think we've highlighted in all of, most of our films and projects and people still say the same thing. That's crazy. You know, I mean, it could be the, these Olympia competitors. I mean, they're, they're obviously genetic, genetically gifted and obviously they're doing what they're doing, but it takes more than just obviously... You know, combination of so taking a product or taking some sort of like injection or whatever to be a Mr. Olympia, but people still don't recognize the difference. Do you guys see Thor? I see the. Yeah. Did you see Thor? The latest one? Or? Yeah. No. So when when uh, um, Russell Crowe did his thing and and the Thor guy uh, was topless, how good was his physique? Pretty amazing, I would say. People think he's on steroids too. They do. <laughs> They do think he is, and I've met him, and he's, he's not a really big guy, but he looks incredible. And I would take that physique over 99% of the Mr. Olympia competitors. Sure. And that's just some discipline and some eating right and, and, and 
training smart for him. And it's also been what they said, what the first thought was to this. And I, and it seems like it's only been a couple of years, but I heard it was almost 13 years, which seems like, wow, but he's been training for 13 years and they're now going ah, steroids. Okay. The dude has been living this role for 13 years. He's been dedicated and you're sitting there saying that. You can go back to five years ago what he was eating and what he was doing. Right, right. And that's that's been in Hollywood forever now. You see a good physique on camera, it's like, oh, it's steroids. You know, it's, it's, you know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but I'm pretty sure a lot of the people that, you know, watching these movies, they're like, oh, they're on steroids. Because they see a great physique, you know, and they see a lean physique, but they don't realize. You know, sometimes, you know this as an actor, Mike, you, you put yourself in front of the camera, you add, the camera adds a good 10 pounds. So, so if, you're just, like, if you're extremely it, lean, and yeah. then you're on a, on camera, you look way bigger. Of course, I mean you're gonna look like a monster. You know, I'm sure like guys like Ryan Reynolds 100%. and all those guys, and, and we know you know some of the guys have trained Ryan and all those guys. You know, you know, Dumb. I know, that. I know, and, 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 and I'm sure Ryan and Ryan looked, looked incredible in Blade and these yeah, movies. Yeah, you see them. Like, he's very very lean and very you know physique, crazy physique. But when you put him in front of a camera, the camera adds like a. A 10 pounds of muscle and body physique out of nowhere. It's just the odd people don't understand that. Or uh, Hugh Jackman. Because he trained at Gold's at 4 in the morning um, years ago when he was doing Wolverine. And is like, he's just a really tall, thin, lean guy that looks incredible on film. And here's the bottom line. The bottom line is these guys, let's say 100% they're all on something. It's probably not much at all. And it's not making them do that. What's doing it is the food on top of it, the training at four in the morning. Hugh Jackman has to train at four in the morning. Why? Because he's got to be on set by 5.30. So are you the kid at home going, I'm going to get on this stuff. Okay, but are you going to get up, get to the gym at that time, then go do your job, and then get... It's like they miss everything to... Ah. It's an interesting thing that... It's for me, I don't get the point for me mentally to go... I can't do it because of this one option. Right. It's like, I love lifting. And I'm the most annoying guy on consistency that the world has ever seen when it comes to health and fitness. But I just love doing it. It's not about winning the titles and stuff. And so if you, you find these kids with better genetics than me, these 25-year-olds that I've seen, I'm like, dude, you're yeah, going to look like this forever. How do you feel about, um, you know, there's a big thing right now is fat freeze-off. When they freeze the fat off, it's a non-surgical procedure. They they like put some put you in some kind of a thing, right? And it, over a few court, like you burn the fat off. Let's say you have abs under your fat, right? Right. So yeah, we all got abs under the fat, right? <laughs> yeah. At three fifteen, I still had abs. <laughs> and did I? So let's say you know you just don't want to like diet too much, right. and you want to freeze those fat cells off or whatever. Or even surgically remove it, right? Do you feel like that's cheating, or do you feel like it? You know. Oh, I. It doesn't bother me. You could, you could do. You could do whatever. I don't know what cheating is. I. You know. Right. I think if. if Instead you, of dieting, like, you basically. Like, take I know, like thing. some of these guys uh, uh, try to go into uh, natural shows and they get busted. That's cheating. that's cheating. If you can do a natural show, you be natural. You know. Um, it's. That would be cheating. I don't think if you want to take the fat off and do that, or you want to wear these, C.T. Fletcher just did a, a 
discussion and it was great because he starts off going man there's like seven minute abs now five minute abs now there's no minute abs and you wear a belt on it i'm cool with people doing whatever they want if it strengthens the body and and if taking off their fat you know liposuction has been around for forever um if they want to do that to make themselves feel better, I'm cool with whatever. Would you recommend it to somebody? Like, let's say somebody just doesn't want to diet. Like, they're just a burden. You know what I mean? Like, Most people, you find out, don't want to diet. Uh, you know, 90% right. of the world they want, Let's want say they diet. want to lift. Like, they want to go lift, but they don't want to do the... the yeah, I don't I don't look at it as a cheating or something like that. They want to do that. That's up to them. They want to do it. It's, would I? No. Because I want to know that I'm in charge of my ship. I want to know that I can get the fat off. I want to know that I can put the muscle on. I don't want to think that there's something outside that I have to use to do that. I know that food is medicine. Not, it's not like medicine. Food is medicine. And so if I can continue to do what I do and I'm in charge of my ship, I'm golden. Because then I can create the physique. And you were just talking about these guys in movies and stuff. And for this movie, they didn't want me sliced to the bone. They wanted me to look more like like Rocky did in the first one, just, you know, like muscular and stuff. Not, not because society wants to see something that's pleasant, but not ridiculous. And so, and this is going to be a huge movie. And so they wanted me to look pleasant, not ridiculous. Not scary. And so it was tough for me to go, okay, mostly as a guy that won the universe multiple times, I was like, I want to give you the very best. And they're like, that's not what we want. We want, we want the theatrics to be the best. There you go. It's, it's pretty simple. It really is. Health and fitness is setting up the best you can, understanding it needs to be consistent, you need to be doing things right, and continue to take information. Take in the information, attempt it, and then get rid of it if it doesn't suit you well. That's what it really comes down to, regardless of the guys that are on there and they got the great gift of gab. They can talk to you about blood flow and what to take and this and that and they look like a cardboard cutout and it goes back to the guy again that's in class teaching not doing and I want you guys to be around and really follow those guys that are doing it and, and making it happen because they're, they're, there's a disconnect in the health and fitness world today and it's, it's an amazing disease that's happening of the guys that you can visually look at and go you are not even moderately above average but you're talking the game that you are this guru again there should be things for longevity there should be some muscularity there there should be a toned body there there should be healthy skin and I said that the other day about a guy going, that is not healthy. He's 40 years old. That's not healthy. Why? The skin. It's the, it's the biggest thing that's covering you, baby. Come on now. If I can visually look at you and you look unhealthy, there's a good chance you are. So let's make sure that we stay on the right track, take in the right information. Don't overbury yourself with so much information that you can... Uh, vomit out whatever it is that the protein synthesis and everything it's like stop settle this is gonna be a long road understand that do the basics bring on some move the other stuff out but the main thing here is <sighs> breathe and enjoy
That's it. This is the Titan Show. Mike O'Hearn on Generation Iron. Thank you for hanging out with me. And those nasty guns. Peace.